Welcome to the K-Hole. People are dying, and I'm Ashley Brandt. And I'm Brooke Marine. And we're going to be talking about Keeping Up with the Kardashians, Season 12, Episode 12, called Having a Good Day, as in Havana, because they are in Cuba. What a terrible pun. I know that they can do better. And this is part one. They should have done, like, a Dirty Dancing Havana Nights title That's what for I this was episode. thinking. That's what I was thinking. I'm actually surprised that none of them brought up anything related to that. I feel like that's something that Kim would be into, right? I would think so. Seems very up her alley. Well, it does. before we get into this is what like the fourth vacation episode of this season, let's talk about IRL news really quick. Sure. Sure. So the f- there's there's not much because as far as internet news goes in the last week, I feel like the Orlando Bloom slash Katy Perry, but mostly Orlando Bloom, um, nude photo, vacation photo thing sort of took over the internet for like 48 hours. And also Frank Ocean is dropping an album. So like those are the national headlines that I feel like have sort of, you know, cast a shadow over the Kardashian news. But the first thing is like, apparently Kris Jenner was in a car accident, but she's totally fine. But they keep coming up with like updates to this story because I feel like every day since it's happened I've seen a new headline about how she was in a car accident. I don't even know the details of it, but I if she's okay, I, I feel like why don't they just let it's, it go? I don't know. It's literally just like the front end is like definitely smashed but you can clearly see that there is no damage to any part of the car that like a person sits in that's it (laughs) i'm honestly whatever i'm not it's not that i don't care i'm so happy that chris jenner is okay like are you kidding me oof but at the same time let's let's come up with some other topics to share chris i think to me, the fact that Kim Kardashian's Blackberry, <laughs> her Blackberry Bold finally died. She can't find any more of them on eBay. And it's a big deal because she doesn't know if she should just, like, get the Blackberry Edge or just switch to an iPhone. But I feel like she's so... She can't do her business on an iPhone. I feel like she's got to do it on the Blackberry. That's part of her brand. Yeah, I mean, everyone in... All of the sisters, at least plus Chris, who is basically a sister, each have two phones, a BlackBerry and an iPhone, business and pleasure. So can business and pleasure be one in the same? I don't think so. And we know that no one in this family is buying an Android. Oh, (laughs) absolutely not. If anyone does, it like might be Kanye, but (laughs) I just... (laughs) No, I think his Apple loyalty outranks his, like, contrarianism, honestly. You're right, because he did say that Apple and Tidal need to settle their beef because it's ruining music. He said that, like, in the last week, and... Yeah, he was like, just give the kids the music, which is always how I feel. He's kind of right. I mean, I had to get rid of Spotify, so I'm on Apple Music now because I'm on, like, a family plan, and... I mean, I'm kind of happy that I got rid of Spotify because now I can listen to Frank Ocean's album when it drops. Real. Okay, wait. Also, I did not realize this until just now. 
Did you know that BlackBerry now runs like an Android o- OS? Uh, nope. Goodbye. I will not be purchasing one. I can't believe yeah, that. Yeah, that is a no from me. That's definitely a no. I guess it's just no. in pre-order, but... Okay, no. Wow, I would what a time. Sooner, so- I would sooner have two iPhones, one for business and one for personal, if BlackBerry runs on an Android operating system. That doesn't... How does that make any sense? Can you still play Brick Breaker? <laughs> These are the important questions. I remember when I was in high school, BlackBerry was really big, and then the iPhone came out, and like pretty much everyone I went to high school with got an iPhone. And then there was like a wave back to BlackBerry. Like this girl in my math class was like, "Yeah, I don't really want my iPhone any- anymore because I want to be able to BBM people." Yes, like, someone I know said yeah. that too, and I didn't understand why. You would want a BBM after they had already created iMessage. Yeah. Well, and now what, like, BBM is still going to show up as a little green, like, text box (laughs) on my phone, and I'm still going to be like, I'm not answering this message. So, like, I I actually still, to this day, don't totally, because I had a blackberry but i got it like super late and it like was a it was like a blackberry pearl it was like a fake blackberry it wasn't even it was not cool at all everyone had already moved on to like droids and iphones but like so like was bbms just supposed to be like a private it was like a private i just feel like yeah it was like still because people still i remember someone being like oh it's fine like i downloaded the bbm app on my iphone or something it just to me doesn't make sense if it's all going to be streamlined through sms anyway yeah it was basically like whatsapp and the appeal of blackberry for some people was that um the company that owns blackberry operates out of canada so their servers are technically out of u.s court jurisdiction so if uh if the company if blackberry's parent company gets served with a warrant in u.s courts to like release the phone records they do not have to answer wow Mm-hmm. okay i yeah. get it now yeah but i mean that's not <laughs> i mean that is like what some 14 year olds were using it for but not most or all i i feel like that's for like people like business people who are doing like insider trading or like men who are cheating on their wives with like ashley madison bots <laughs> do you know yes. what i mean no i i do I <laughs> like do. that is the i, I right. got like i got an image of like just like straight up white collar crime in my head yes <laughs> that's exactly the image that i thought of when you said that not like us as like 15 year old kids or whatever but you know Anyway, the point is, I don't know what Kim ended up choosing. I don't know if she's gonna... I think she'll stick with the BlackBerry. Yeah, I mean, she's been buying BlackBerry bolts on eBay for a long time. I mean, she's hoarded them. Yes. Um, Anyway, tweet at us and let us know iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. um, And that will determine how much we care about anything you tweeted us after that, so... (laughs) Just a just a spoiler alert. If you pick Android, I'm, we're blocking you, basically. <laughs> we're blocking your IP. You can no longer download this podcast. But yeah, I do want to hear an argument gonna... for for BlackBerry in 2016. What are you doing? Justify yourself to me. 
I think like in <laughs> in other news, in other yeah. Kardashian related news, there's a couple more things. One, Kylie's birthday makeup. She turned 19 a few days ago. I swear to God, she is like 15 years old in my head still. Yes, agreed. She has a whole collection that includes, like, there's a, there are mini liquid lipsticks, which does seem like a kind of good deal, because you get, like, six of them, and then there's, like, eyeshadows, and, like, eyeliner, and, like, there's a lot of gold being used. She's really living it up this Leo season, um, but props to her, you know? She's already done the boom bust cycle like twice now she like dropped the whole collection and then sold out and then today thursday august 4th restocked and then sold out again so i think there's like at least one more restock coming but could be wrong good for her i mean i'm waiting on the store i'm waiting on the you know the one in beverly hills and then i feel like as soon as she opens up a store in you know some one store in LA she'll open up like three more and then she'll do like it'll be like Dash she'll do like Miami New York and then I feel like she'll try to do like what Paris Hilton does and just like make billions of dollars in like East Asia yes I think that is her next move and in other Jenner news um there's an article in Complex it's lovely um we tweeted it it's by mariah smith and it's called here's kendall jenner's entire dating history and i think this is really important because most of them are men some of them are women there's like a percentage like a a chance that they were probably that they were like actually dating and like when were they dating and all the details a lot of these guys are pretty cute but i don't i still don't buy it (laughs) Well, I mean, the the person with the highest um, likelihood of actually having been in a relationship with Kendall is the girl who is fueling all of the L-chat speculation. I don't want to say her name. The Complex article does use her name. The girl in question is not actually famous in her own right, so I don't want to blow up her spot by any means, but just saying, we are not alone out here. We're not. I mean, like, I think mainly what I got out of this article being posted was just that, like, I'm really glad that there are other people who think this, too, because I swear every time I bring this up, I get, like, I get, like, like people, a lot of people are not, they don't believe, but I don't know. I I think. I mean, whatever. that's compulsory heterosexuality for you in a nutshell like the assumption that (laughs) someone is straight until proven otherwise that's true yeah i mean it's a good article it's on complex shout out if anyone wants to read it we've we've tweeted it on our twitter at the k-hole podcast and that's where you can find all of the other stuff oh another thing kanye and kim are on the september issue of harper's bazaar i mean they're looking good they look good. It was kind of a boring interview. Kanye said that he hates thinking. That's about it. That's the only thing I can remember. Yeah, I don't think the sound bites are very good, but they look good. The photo shoot heavily features um, selfies and like them taking photos of each other. So, 
you know, for that value, I'm very about it. Yeah, no, the Carl Lagerfeld did the shoot, I guess, and, like, they look good. And that's all that matters. I mean, that's kind of the point of <laughs> that spread, is that they look good, and they do. True. And they know it. Yes, that is another key point of that whole uh, spread. Kim also debuted, like, a lob look earlier this week, and I saw some headlines that said, Kim and Kanye headed for divorce. Why Kanye made Kim cut her hair? It's a wig, so they're fine. They're doing great. They're together forever. It was a wig. I didn't think it was a wig. I didn't realize it until she said so, so she had me fooled, and I kind of liked the look, so I hope she goes back to it soon. I thought it was good. I was going to be really sad if she spent so much of 2016 wearing those god-awful braids to grow out her hair and then she cut them like (laughs) six weeks later but thank god she did not in fact do that yes thank god for that i think maybe we can move on to this episode recap um this is part one of another vacation special in the season 12 and this one so kendall is supposed to be walking in a show in cuba and so everyone except for Chris and Kylie are going to go to Cuba. They're going to like live it up. They're going to support Kendall. It's going to be fun because we can finally go there as Americans now. And like, you know, the only issue for them and for Chris is that there's like no Wi-Fi and no, you know, you can't call anyone. Mm-hmm. And Chris is extremely upset. <laughs> She's like, freaked out that she can't call her kids that she has no control over anything yeah she says she needs to stay behind to do business um and we just kind of see her cleaning out her offices she cleans out her offices and she gets so mad that like they left i don't know packages or whatever in their offices she gets mad that they left like office stuff in their offices it's like yeah what do you expect (laughs) But yeah, Chloe is a little hesitant to go only because, you know, Lamar, she's got everything set up for him. She sets up massages. She sets up manicures. She sets up doctor's appointments. Like, she's running the show and doing everything she can, going above and beyond. And she's chilling with Malika. And then they get to Cuba and um, Lamar had asked one of her friends for cash and he had been waiting for Chloe to get out of town just so that he could get money, I guess, to buy drugs and alcohol. Yeah, and Chloe says that this is something that would happen throughout their marriage where she would go out of town and then Lamar would um, use that time to engage in some self-destructive habits. Um, so it's obviously pretty distressing for her um, on, a, on a number of levels. Yeah, and, you know, and Malika sort of acts as, like, you know, our eyes and ears. She's the voice of reason saying, like, you know, you you can only do so much. And it was really, I felt really, really sad watching those scenes with Chloe because it, it really, it really is a tragic situation. She loves and cares about Lamar so much, and she's willing to go above and beyond and do all of these extra things. Um, but, you know, addiction is powerful, and he has a disease and she's doing what she can to try to help him and 
it's like you can only do so much which is what malika tells yeah. her basically yeah i mean i think it's tough because chloe's in that place where she's done a lot for him and i think that she does hold a lot of resentment towards lamar for like what she's done for him in their marriage mm-hmm. and what she's doing for him now and like i just don't think it's healthy to like continue to be so selfless and like expect yeah and like expect fulfillment or like satisfaction or recognition from someone who's definitely not capable of giving it um no i think you gotta kind of first of all take care of yourself because no one else is gonna do that for you necessarily but b like you gotta make peace with with the way that person is and like where they're at if you are gonna continue to help them those are the facts and and chloe's not really in a place where i think she can do that you know um and i think that's maybe like her shortcoming and like what we've seen of her this season where she's um i don't want to say like acting out but i think that she's really feeling burned out from like years of being there emotionally for her family and she is like expecting some kind of return that i don't think like rob is prepared to give or caitlin or Lamar necessarily and I think we're really seeing um some negative repercussions for Chloe emotionally as she grapples with that I completely agree and I think you know like no this is not healthy and she's gonna have to I don't know like you said make peace with how people are because you can only do so much and it's not it's I I understand her impulse to want to sort of like keep this balancing act going and keep helping and be selfless and but that's not healthy it's not gonna it's that sort of those relationships when they're like that they can't sustain themselves so i'm like really sad and like kind of scared to see what comes next you know yeah i don't know hopefully trey songs is being kind to her and maybe we will find out in part b of season 12 yeah and um chris is uh hurt i mean in a similar way you know she's i think she really does love her kids and like wants to be there for them and wants to help them but she also has you know she wants to be in control and she doesn't like that she can't be in control and that you know i'm surprised Mm -hmm. that they didn't complain about that lack of wi-fi you know because they love to Instagram and Snapchat so much, I feel like they definitely were not happy when they realized that there would be no Wi-Fi. Well, they did say they're at the only hotel that has Wi-Fi. I guess at the end of the day, after they've done their cigar and rum tasting, which I loved, by yeah. the way, because I was totally... <laughs> I loved watching Kim, like... She, you know, she barely drinks. She doesn't smoke. Mm-hmm. She's like, what's the point if you don't inhale? I was like, yes, exactly, Kim. Because I don't get it either. Yeah. I, I literally don't understand, but <laughs> I don't understand that subculture. But yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was cool to see Kim like let herself enjoy, you know, those things. Mm-hmm. And and I'm so yeah, and they're all there with their. Mm-hmm. They're all there with the kids. Like I was so glad to see North yeah. and Mason, Penelope. Oh yeah, I forgot about her. No, I'm just Rain. kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> the other ones. Those the other, other ones. two. Yeah, and North is so. Oh gosh, I loved when uh, they were at 
one of the museums and Kanye asked Kanye and Kim ask North if she's going to be an artist when she grows up and she just says no (laughs) I love her she straight up said no and you could tell that Kanye was like a little upset to hear that like he's like oh my god no like my child doesn't want to be an artist Oh my god! I I honestly she, I mean she's, I hope she she's does something. She's going to be like she is going to do something artistic. But I also when she said that that kind of made me wish that like she grows up to be like a physicist or something like totally not <laughs> anywhere oh like something that's like really just like random and not at all in the arts. Like can you imagine divorced from art. Northwest in the STEM fields? I would be so into that. Oh my god. I'd she love would be it. like living her quiet life and I would be running a fan account on Twitter, <laughs> like probably get slapped with a restraining order. I'm here for this. I'm here for this version of this reality. You know, I'm I'm just waiting for the day. Yeah. It was pretty funny. And I think um some other highlights of this trip are so they Kanye's video guy <laughs> Kanye's video guy yes I okay this is why I think I do think that it's brilliant that they put him in there because once again this proves Kim's point from like months ago that Kanye has a guy filming him you know while he's well she says while mm-hmm. he's recording an album but you know just filming his everyday you know Beyonce does the same thing filming him for a documentary and I love that it's this, like, old VHS camcorder. It's, like, got this grainy texture. It's clearly mm-hmm. the same guy who probably shot the, um, you know, the conversation with Taylor Swift and maybe some of the famous video, blah, blah, blah. Um, but again, I sort of saw that as, like, a like a, a moment where they're like, well, we need to maybe cover ourselves legally, so let's just, like get this guy on camera for a second just to prove that we weren't lying um yes that's what i thought and i love that kanye's like kanye's like oh directing his camera guy like get video of the of the keeping up with the kardashians camera crew filming Mm -hmm. oh my god meta kanye is my favorite it's like when they went to armenia last year and kanye was like trying to tell the camera crew how to shoot and they were like ha 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 kanye you don't understand that's not in our budget um but now this guy is on kanye's dime so he's going to shoot everything like a kubrick film (laughs) per kanye's instructions (laughs) totally oh my gosh and like i loved it because what was like court or or chloe they were like they basically were like who the fuck is that like we've never seen this person and then kim goes Kanye just like loves to get like really like artistic youth and like support their careers. <laughs> this kid's like twenty four years old in Havana. Kanye filming the Kardashian needs West. To support our careers. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like Kanye, I'm a young creative. I could really use your funding. I could. Yeah. I'd put we'll it to do good a use. podcast about you. We'll follow you around, and we'll just podcast everything you do for an indefinite period of time. Yeah, you know, just let us know. Let us know, you know, you can, or we can come to you, you know, whatever's easier. <laughs> but, um... I'm hyped, I'm hyped. It also was funny because they referenced their Iceland trip, um, about how, you know, 
Kim's like, oh, Kanye and Courtney got in a fight in Iceland because I can't. Okay, so Courtney asked Courtney asked Kanye. Oh, okay, this is what it was. Sorry, I got like apparently they had discussed this in Iceland, but while they were in Cuba, in Cuba, Courtney asked Kanye about his Met Gala look. 2016 Met Gala because the armchair that they were sitting on reminded them of Kim's first Met Gala appearance and so Courtney was like oh Mm -hmm. what did you think of did you how did you like your blue contacts that you wore and Kanye was offended by that he was like what do you mean how do I like them he was like I know Kim liked them and basically he's like upset that someone would ask that because he thinks that there may be implying that it looked bad which in my opinion it did but that's beside the point um and then the next day in the car i mean the next day in the car kanye asked north oh do you like do you like the diamonds in your ears and then he how do you how do you like the diamonds in your ears and then she's like three so she's like ah and he turns around to courtney he's like oh i get it now like that's how you talk to children and it, the, t- <laughs> the tension was, <laughs> it was, it was unexpected, kind of. I didn't think that they'd ever get into it like that. Yeah. I think that was very, like, <laughs> that was very Pisces moon, cancer rising, that was real watery, lashing out at Courtney and her Aries self, just, like, barreling through life there. It's also funny because that tension carries through the rest of the trip and they keep bringing it up. (laughs) And then Kim is like, Courtney, like, you need to, like, calm down. Like, you guys aren't getting along or whatever. Or maybe Chloe says it. And then Courtney's like, no, no. Like, we're vibing. Yeah, she's like, we're vibing because we're having an argument that lasts, like, a month. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) If you've ever been around... (laughs) like people tripping that is what like those conversations sound like where they're like no we're absolutely having fun and someone is just like no we are not (laughs) (laughs) no yeah that's i don't know it was weird because like when kim said that courtney and when they said that courtney and kanye were like got in a fight in iceland i thought it was going to be about the fact that like kim missed the video shoot because she was celebrating Courtney's birthday. But, like, as we've discussed, it doesn't make sense for Kanye to be mad about something like that. Because he, like, loves family stuff. So, you know. Also, he, did, he, didn't see, he didn't seem mad. Yeah. But I think, like, Courtney... I think Courtney's interpretation of it is, like, Oh, haha, I spend so much time with my kids that, like, that sort of sentence construction is leaking over into my normal life whereas Kanye is like you talk to me the way you talked to children yeah like he thinks she's being condescending and she's like oh I didn't even realize well and I think like the construction of that sentence is kind of condescending because you are like eliciting a specific type of answer and for to ask an adult (laughs) that question about a decision that they made I don't know, that that's just, like, undercutting, like, Kanye's authority and his autonomy and, like, the soundness of, like, his decision-making. Um, because when you ask a child that question, you're like, 
how do you like this thing that I did for you? You know, you're soliciting a specific response based on appreciation and buying into like whatever is happening. But to ask Kanye, how do you like these contacts that you chose to wear? There, it's weirdly cutting both ways in terms of like questioning whether Kanye feels sound in that decision and also giving him this really limited range of response. Do you get what I'm saying? I feel mm-hmm. like I didn't explain no, it very I, well. No, I but. understand what you mean. No, I think you did explain it properly. I don't know. Just the fact that this is like a major plot point of this episode is what I was sort of like fascinated by, you know? Because it, it took up like a third of the episode. Yeah. No, I mean, I was on board for that. I love talking about language and like semantics and stuff like that. And I think it's so interesting. Um that neither will really budge. I don't know. I think Courtney's in the wrong, honestly. I don't think Kanye really has anywhere to budge. Um, no one enjoys being talked to like a child unless... I mean, honestly, children don't even like it. <laughs> I was so. going to say, kids There's don't even no. like it. Animals don't like it. I talk to my animals like they're 30-year-old people. <laughs> like, Yes. Okay. And I know people look at me weird for doing that. Like, I'm watching my friend's cat... He's staying with me, and I just, like, talk to him, like, normal. I mean, I don't talk to him. It's just, like, I mean, you know what I mean. I'm not an animal person, but people who are pet people know what I mean when I say talk to them. I'm not Eliza Thornberry. I'm just, like, oh, do you want some water? You know what I mean? And I don't say it in this, like, weird voice. And I don't talk to children like that either because they, yeah, it's condescending. (laughs) Not that I don't even know if, like, cats and dogs even know that you're being condescending. Maybe they do. But my point is that maybe they do. It's still annoying, so I don't like that. I don't like to use that tone. Yeah, I mean that question again. That sentence construction is just laden with assumptions, and no one likes being backed into a fucking corner like that. Like, what if I was like, Brooke, how do you like your master's degree? Like, that's a fucking <laughs> well, awful question to ask. You yeah, can that's feel terrible. Any way you want about your master's degree. <laughs> You're right. When you when you put it that way, it's yeah, it's offensive. <laughs> oh yeah. But part two of the Havana trip, I hope, is Courtney apologizing for that comment. <laughs> That's all I have to say. We also glossed over for IRL news the fact that the Wolves video came out. Um, oh, it's yeah. basically a Balmain campaign featuring Kim and Kanye's outfits from the Met Gala along with like other models and I really liked it. I know that others on the internet did not. Um, I mostly liked it because there were a lot of these like close-ups of Kim's face and she had like tear tracks down her eyes. I don't know that she actually cried. I don't really believe that but I fully believe that someone like dropped eye drops right onto her lower lids to create the tear tracks and then like people are touching her face. I don't know. I thought it was, like, pretty pretty out there of Kim. I thought... Considering that she, like, doesn't smile yeah. so that she can avoid getting wrinkles. To have people, like, touching her face seemed like a lot to me. Yeah, I agree. Like, I don't, I'm not so sure if I liked the video. Not that I disliked it. I just kind of didn't really care. And it's also not my favorite song on the album, so... I was just sort of like, oh, well, whatever, I, I guess I'll watch it. Um, 
I'm more interested in seeing the highlights video, obviously, um, that they filmed yeah. in Iceland. But I agree that is pretty. That seems like pretty out there for Kim to let people get that close, like physically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would really love to see Kanye do another album like, um, well, not like My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, but I'd love to see him do another visual companion like Mm -hmm. Runaway, Mm -hmm. which is like one of my favorite things that he's ever done. Like that film is so beautiful, in my opinion. Um, He got a standing ovation at Cannes when he debuted it. I agree. I think, and you know, I mean, he's, he's got this kid videotaping him everywhere that's probably what he's doing he's probably making some sort of visual concept mixed media project as his next album and i'm into that like i think i think a lot more people should do that not a lot more people some people don't need to go that far but i think many artists like and musicians especially the ones that i really like i'd like them to branch out and sort of manipulate more media not necessarily like in a Beyonce way like I feel like hers is very straightforward like it's like here's my song well the first well the okay Beyonce like the self-titled album that was more like here's my song here's the video for it I did this all and none of you knew and then Lemonade was like here's Mm -hmm. a visual concept album that's like based on it's like one long story it's one huge narrative that's sort of based in these poems from this poet that you know so like that's a little bit different but i still think it's very straightforward whereas with kanye i could see like a mixed media like or multimedia whatever like i can just see it being controlled chaos you know yeah yeah and he was saying even this week that he wanted to design ikea furniture which i would buy oh my god I would buy that. Sure. I'm not joking. I'll buy a table. I'll buy an end table. But I would like to see see more of that. Um, and I mean, we can talk about what the St. Pablo tour experience is like in a few months, because I do have tickets to see it in Oakland. Um, if you're going to be at that show, definitely let me know, and we can meet up and talk Kim and Kanye and um, try to sneak our way backstage and see what happens from there, I guess. <laughs> I think one other thing that we have to bring up in this episode, well, two things. Mm-hmm. One is, so Chris, again, stays home for business, and then she uh, she goes to Kylie's photo shoot, and Kylie's like, I didn't invite her. I'm trying to, you know, do my own thing. I think mom is really bored and misses her kids, so Kylie surprises her later to go cook pasta or whatever and this is swear to god one of my favorite moments like ever when chris goes so you want to use this knife see this one with the with the edges because it's kind of like serragated and she said that and i was like is she being serrated and then 10 seconds later Corey laughs and he goes segregated and she's like no 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 not segregated Serrated, and Kylie just rolls her eyes and is like, "Mom, it's serrated." Like, <laughs> there's so many layers to that. The fact that Kylie Jenner had to correct her, the fact that Corey made that joke, <laughs> the fact that Chris wanted to like 
tell Kylie about the bread knife as if this could be news to Kylie. As if this could be news to Kylie. And then she tried to correct Corey with the wrong pronunciation. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I thought it was hilarious. Whatever. Anyway, one of my favorite moments because I, like, knew. I was like, is this something that they're going to, like, just let go by? Or is someone going to correct her? And it was Kylie. The 2016, the year of realizing things. Um, Corey also has some really strong feelings about Kylie. He says that she is the only one who listens to Chris, the only one who listens to her mama, and that Corey likes that Kylie listens to her mom. And I just, again, want to point out that Corey is younger than Kourtney Kardashian. <laughs> so. Oh, man. I don't know that he really gets to have opinions about people listening to Chris Jenner. <laughs> Maybe he should just listen to Chris Jenner. Yeah. Well, she tried to tell him how to pronounce, you know. Serrated. Maybe it's Chris's turn. Maybe it's Chris's turn to listen. If if I've ever heard something true, that's it. Yeah, it's Chris's turn to listen. Although I will say one last little moment in this episode. I was watching the episode, and it was like this, you know, Kylie and Chris with the serrated knife scene. Um, there was like a minute and a half left, and I was like, oh no. They're not going to go to Cuba. They're not going to go to Cuba. They Instagrammed, like, six photos of Courtney standing in front of... Or not Cuba. They're not going to go to Ernest Hemingway's house. They, <laughs> I was going to say. They Instagrammed, like, six photos of Courtney in front of Hemingway's house, and they're not even going to put it in this episode. I'm so pissed. I've been saying for weeks that I think that she probably read Old Man in the Sea. What do you know? Courtney's like, I read The Old Man in the Sea in high school, and I really love it, and you know it's just really important to me. <laughs> and within ninety <laughs> seconds, they go to Hemingway's house. Look at his oh like, my God. I don't know his his man cave in Cuba and in Havana, and then that's it. They look into his bathroom from the outside, which is weird. And then they look at where Hemingway had written his weight on the wall every yes. day. Which seems like a very unhealthy behavior to engage in, first of all. And then Kim says, that's like me. Is it, is it like you, Kim? Yeah, I thought that was super weird that she brought up, like, tracking her weight. I I don't know. I mean, yeah, first of all, it's weird that Hemingway did that. I don't really, I never knew that he did that, and, but I'm not surprised, you know, based on, like, the yeah. other things that I know about Ernest Hemingway, that sort of behavior doesn't seem surprising to me. But, like, Kim, that's where she relates. Yeah, I mean... American icons, man. I do... I dislike when a publication does a profile of a woman, like an actress, or, like, a celebrity in the public eye who's in that very narrow standard of beauty that, like, most celebrity women adhere to. Where they make a point of talking about how, like, they eat whatever they want or their metabolism is so great. That's just, like, not true after a certain age. I really don't think that's true. No, it's a lie. Um, it's a straight-up lie. <laughs> yeah. No, and it's so weird that, like, they all have to play that game. And I mean, like, that's a performance and that's, like, this weird play about, like, how beauty has to be effortless and, like, quote-unquote authentic and how, like, if a woman tries too hard to, like fit into this very narrow unachievable like standard of beauty then she's like 
worth less for some reason because we like prize this certain appearance but we don't prize the actual investment that it takes to achieve that appearance I mean that's a performance and like I get why they have to do that I don't like that publications encourage and engage in that by any means yeah but at the same time like I don't even know that I want I personally would want or be able to handle really getting into the nitty-gritty of a female celebrity's diet like Juliana Rancic when she disclosed like her food diary I was honestly very disturbed by what I read but it definitely seems like you know there's no real (laughs) honesty about what it takes to achieve these impossible standards and this was like an uncomfortable like peek behind the curtain and I don't know if I want more of it I don't know if I want less of it I don't know if we should stop talking about it I don't really know what's best for anyone but (laughs) that comment that Kim made definitely stayed with me for that reason yeah um I I feel like the only celebrity who I think might actually at some point in the near future if they were to be interviewed or whatever be like completely honest about not necessarily just like what they eat and how often they eat just like everything and like how they they're they're just their general routine I think like the only person who's maybe whose brand could afford for her to be this honest is like Chrissy Teigen you know yeah she's not relatable Mm -hmm. in like the I mean she does she's she's like oh like I just ordered Domino's haha but I also made this like five-star meal haha but also I have to not eat for the next four days because I'm gonna be in a swimsuit like shoot like I feel like she would be honest about it but I do agree that like when Kim said that it kind of disturbed me a little bit and I was like oh no I didn't want to know that she literally writes down her weight every single morning because it's like enough that I see her sharing her weight on snapchat you know what I mean Mm -hmm. I don't know yeah yeah she doesn't do often she's only done it like twice maybe and that, and it was like I'm at mm-hmm. my goal weight or whatever but like I don't know it's I didn't I didn't like that no no and I mean like the number you see on a scale is a reflection of a lot of variables that fluctuate throughout the day um as well as like throughout the month right. or seasonally or like what have you like to see that number and like think about it is one thing but to rec- record it I think is kind of a different thing especially to like write it on your wall where you can see it I think that that's bad that like really raises a lot of red flags for me well yeah it's Um, like the archiving and the repetitive nature of doing that every single day and also it's Ernest Hemingway like he was mentally ill and he killed himself like I don't know if Kim knows that yeah and It actually occurs to me now that this is something that Portia de Rossi has described doing when she was extremely ill with anorexia. She, like, put her weight on the wall on post-it notes to, like, see every day. That's very much a disordered eating behavior. Yeah, I actually need to read her book because I haven't read it. But, like, I don't know. It was just that comment. It was literally the last 45 seconds of the show. And then she said that, and it was yeah, over. And, and like, they were like, next time. And I was like, what? Like, did she say yeah, something? Yeah, the framing was just so weird. The framing was weird. I was like, I wonder if this conversation got a little bit deeper, and they decided to cut things out. But, like, why include... On the one hand, like, 
I do want to see women acknowledge the pains that they go through to achieve this standard. But then at the same time, when it is something that raises that unhealthy red flag, is that something that should be put out there as a means to achieve this end? I also kind of don't think so. It's very complex. Very. This whole very situation. Very complex. But anyway, I mean, next week we'll see a continuation. We will have Chris, Kendall, Scott, and French Montana show up in Cuba. And I'm excited. I thought, I didn't think they were going to Cuba. Oh, yeah. I thought they were staying in LA. Oh, but they were And just like re- recreating. Oh. I think that's what they're doing. Because none of them can get passports or like visas that quickly. And that's why Scott couldn't come in the first You're place. You're right. Um, did we, we didn't talk about that clip of Kim and Kanye talking to North. (laughs) (laughs) So many good, so many good North and Kanye moments. I, I really love seeing North and Kanye interact because it's really apparent that he is super invested in stimulating her creativity, um, and, and like really like having a conversation with his daughter about like her thoughts you know as a child like being exposed to and like getting to know the world um and (laughs) north is holding a leaf and a stick and you know she says they ask her like what are you holding she's holding the leaf and the stick and then kanye says presses her and is like oh is that is that a magic stick (laughs) and then he starts singing magic stick by lil kim and 50 cent he started to sing it and kim is like babe don't say that and he's like what and she's like you know what a magic stick is right and he's like no what is it she's like a dick and he's like oh sorry his little like when he was like oh sorry that was so cute <laughs> he's so embarrassed he's so embarrassed he's like oh sorry and then kim's like it's okay come on let's go babe <laughs> Honestly, I love them so much. Yeah, there were a lot of good moments. I love them so much. When they were in the car and there was lightning and North was really hyped about that. Also, I think Kanye was just like holding Saint in the car. Um, I think I saw a little peek of Saint. Yeah, um, I So I'm hoping so. we'll see him next episode. It seems like... Because he is also on this trip, but I understand like you don't really want to bring babies places... They seem like a handful. No, especially not when you're, like, traveling to a country that, like, doesn't even have... Like, this was something that Courtney was kind of upset about. She was like, well, first of all, the first thing she did was say when they got on the plane, did you notice that she was like, I don't really do... She was like, I don't really, like, fuck with bug spray, but I just doused us with DEET because I don't want to get Zika virus. And, like fair for her that's a legitimate thing since she has three kids and like honestly if she had another one i wouldn't be surprised um yeah whereas like i don't know like i'm going to miami soon and i'm like not too worried because i'm not gonna try to be getting pregnant in the next eight weeks like that's just not gonna happen so but for courtney who knows um so that was the first thing and then when she got there she was like oh well you know, all of the cars aren't really updated. They're like old 1950s convertibles and they don't have seat belts, which means that I can't put car seats in it. And so they're like holding on to the kids for dear life. And I was like, oh no, baby saint is literally like not even a year old. 
and he's being like strapped down via pray for saint pray for saint but pictures of him were released recently and he is just so handsome and cute he looks like kim's twin north looks like kanye they got the best of both worlds truly those kids are so blessed they don't even know it yet well i'm really excited to see them romp around cuba some more i would love to go to cuba i think that that is gonna have to be a new star tours destination for us international but let's get let's get into power rankings we actually don't have that many people to rank because kendall was not in this episode um really no one was in this episode (laughs) No one was in it. Scott was barely in it. Chris and Kylie were barely in it, you know? Yeah, this is very true. But starting out at the bottom is Chris Jenner, who cannot believe that her children are not even thinking of her while they are out and about in Cuba. Because I guess uh, she is uh, omnipotent. She is (laughs) all-knowing, and she knows that they're not even thinking about her. So... Securing that knowledge, she is at the bottom of this week's power rankings. Yeah, but Kylie comes in as number five right above Chris, because at least she knows how to pronounce serrated. <laughs> like, she didn't get to go to she Cuba, but to she did give a, have a photo shoot, and she corrected her mom. Coming in above Kylie is Chloe, who is just trying to have fun, um... She, it seems like she's never had sangria before, so that is maybe a highlight of this trip thus far for her. Um, and she's got Malika. She's got Malika as a soundboard. Um, Malika as a confidant. Like, I'm sure that they're having fun when they're not worried about Lamar. Um, and hopefully she can start to let some of that go soon. Yes, and... Courtney's number three because honestly she showed off her Spanish skills she showed off her high school English lit class knowledge um you know she let loose a little bit she used bug spray she had a cigar she had some rum she had some sangria she let her kids ride around without wearing seat belts like this is as wild as Courtney gets (laughs) I think Courtney Kardashian on the edge. And then coming in above Courtney is Kimberly Kardashian West, who is having a great time with her husband, with her kids, with her sisters. Um, she's really staying above water this entire episode. She's not embroiled in any kind of drama. And she's telling Kanye what a magic stick is. So she's pretty, pretty powerful this, this week. Number one, (laughs) clueless as he may be about lyrics to songs that he clearly knows and I think are by people that he has actually interacted with in real life, Um, Kanye comes in at number one. This is, he's in his element. He's got his videographer, his kids, his wife, her sisters, like, surrounded by family and friends making art seeing art touching art living it up in cuba i was so happy for him in this episode he really is vibing with havana um at one point he says uh the whole city's very yeezy vibe so i'm hoping to see some cuba inspired looks for yeezy season four. Oh yeah totally i think we're gonna get some there will be some good looks i can't wait to see this video 
I know. I know. Will we ever see it? Who knows? Yeah, I think but with that, we've covered episode one, or part one, excuse me, of having a good day. I can't even say it. It's such a bad pun. In the meantime, you guys should follow us on uh, Twitter at the K-Hole Podcast. You can also subscribe on iTunes so you can be the first to know when our episode on uh, this, or so you can be the first to know when our next episode is out. Um, You can also rate us on iTunes and leave a review. Um, We are real close to having enough reviews that the star rating will display next to the name of our podcast, which would be super tight. Um, We really want to evangelize the K-hole. We want to talk to more Kardashian enthusiasts, so be sure to follow us there or on Facebook. You can like our page for the K-hole there as well. Sure, and you can always follow us individually. I'm at BRKMRN on Twitter, and I guess also Instagram, which reminds me, I will not fully commit, this is my public statement, I will not fully commit to using Instagram stories instead of Snapchat stories until Kim Kardashian makes the switch. So, you heard it from me first, but Mm -hmm. I'm not, (laughs) I'm no traitor. I mean, that's real. Like, is Instagram going to give us a dog filter? I don't think so. Absolutely not. Follow me on Insta. Yeah, and you post great content. Um, 10 out of 10 would recommend. You can follow me on Twitter at Ashley Brandt. Who knows whether my account is locked or unlocked. There's so much going on with me all the time. So follow me there or listen to me on uh, Pulp. We are going to be teaming up with a special guest pretty soon to talk about Star 80, which is very on brand for Pulp. Um, and you can also listen to me on Twin Peaks Peaks. Um, we have a little bit of Twin Peaks news that we're going to be covering pretty soon. Um, and we're just excited to continue to count down till, till season three. Yeah, and uh, stream Frank Ocean's <laughs> album on iTunes. <laughs> yes. Any... I'll be tweeting about that Absolutely. tomorrow. Well, no, I won't because I don't have Apple Music. It'll be out there. You'll find, we'll find it. out. We'll see. <laughs> I will. Anyway, this has been the K-Hole. Don't be fucking rude.